Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hey guys, we've got the Toys That Made Us Season 2. I wish I would have skipped Abitha and The Break with Michelle Wolf all coming up next. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh, this is my song for Ashley Cheney. Because the last time you guys know, she was a little wounded. She was dancing too hard. She hurt her hip, so she wasn't here. So I figured, you know what? It's my song for Ashley. Together, you two little sons of guns. That's that's awesome. Right, right. Oh, I love you guys. But we are glad to have Ashley back. And no, she didn't hurt her hip. They did play a prank on me. That was good. Yeah, that's how I do. That's how I roll. If you guys watch this show, you know this. You know this. And. Uh, I'm Rick Hong, and I'm joined by Ashley Cheney. Hey, everybody. It's great to be back. Thanks for the musical surprise. And on the other side of the table, we've got Steve Kaufman. I am, in fact, here. <laughs> and lots, lots of comedies this week. And uh, Amy Cassandra Martinez. That is me, and I love this song. Period. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, first Period. off, guys, so we were out last week, but we did have two, not one, but two birthdays on this panel. So happy birthday to me. No, not me, but <laughs> not Steve me. Kaufman and Amy Cassandra Martinez. Oh, I mean, they both turned they a 36 <laughs> in, a week, in a span of a That's week of each not other. True. So. I turned 59. <laughs> I turned 87. Oh, I wow. look amazing. All I'm hearing is that we're all legally old enough to drink. Right? Yes. Basically, all the yes. Cool. Awesome. It's all the same. Yes, but I, I wanted to wish you guys happy birthday. Oh, thank oh, you. Happy thank birthday. You. Thank you. You too. Oh, hey, there we go. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> thank you, Stephen Booth. All right, so up first, we are talking Netflix originals. We're talking film and television that dropped not only this weekend, but last weekend because we weren't here. And I'll tell you something that made me very happy was The Toys That Made Us Season 2. <laughs> Steve, I know you watched. Um... I didn't enjoy this one as much as I enjoyed the other one, and as much as I enjoyed the previous season. Well, it's hard to beat season one with Star Wars. I mean, well, but like Star Wars, obviously, because Star Wars they were they were kind of addition, <laughs> and then like um, He Man, I thought was best because like those characters were great. I don't, I think it's very subject specific. I just wasn't feeling the subjects. Yeah, man, around. I'll tell you what. In the words of no. CeeLo, forget you. Okay, Andrew yeah. Martinez, did you watch? Yeah, I saw the Funko Pop one. Funko Pop? No, right? you mean no, no, no. You That's mean Hello yeah. Kitty? No. Oh, you, you didn't watch what I watched. So fun- well, yeah, but I saw Funko Pop. There's the I documentary really about Funko Pop. That's awesome, too. No. That was Toys That Made Us. Toys no? It might have been in Toys That Made Us because Funko Pop, well, they're, they're a toy maker. They're a, like a type. They're a company that makes a bunch of toys. So which, which episode would the they pop, have? The okay. All right. Trick. I'm going to clear for everybody that's watching right now because clearly my panel is not on their game this week. The Toys That Made Us Season 2. Here were the toys that they talked about. The evolution of Star Trek. They talked about the Transformers, which is amazing. Hello Kitty, which is also amazing. And Lego. 
There was no Funko Pop, but however, Funko. maybe she saw a moment where Funko Pop was producing one I, of those, you know, those brands. I think I clicked the wrong thing, but you know what? You should go see it because it's I'm, fun and toys are cool. I'm pulling the title now. There's a there's a documentary about Funko. We'll get also to the on of this Netflix <laughs> right here on Netflix. Pixar. I don't Everybody know what's going tuned. on with my panel. I did like or the if first season. It and can help us out. Help us out in the comments, <laughs> y'all, well, if you have any information. Here's the thing: <laughs> I was pumped about season two, but even just you saying those toys it's cool but i'm not like ah! no yeah. but the evolution of there's a lot because like i grew up like watching the transformers and yeah hello and you know that, <laughs> that too but like uh that one was i thought that one was really good hello kitty was amazing to really know how face. that they created this character brought it over from japan and had to compete with like snoopy and all these like american characters and how now hello kitty is a five billion dollar industry doesn't surprise me one single bit. So, yeah. So, like, but, I mean, for me, I don't know about Steve Kaufman. He didn't agree. But for me, season two was just as good as season one. Which I, you is- know what? But, but I understand why. It's because Steve Kaufman's favorite thing is Barbie, which they covered in That's season what I was one. So- well, Steve Kaufman's favorite thing is obviously wrestling toys, which they're not covering until season three. Also, Making Fun, the story of Funko, is the documentary that's on Netflix. Perhaps, Currently. Amy, maybe that's what you saw. I'm pretty sure. So, that's I give it a five to give you a Go watch it. Thank Don't you. listen to these guys. However, something that I wish I did not watch is Whatever. the biggest POS I've ever seen <laughs> on Netflix. I turned it off. I wanted it to be so good was Abitha starting, starring uh, Gillian Jacobs and Vanessa Bear. So much that I told them not to watch it. However... Amy already beat me to it, and she finished right. it. I don't know how you finish these bad Here's movies. Here's the thing. I, I know your problem, Rick, and I'm here to help you out. You watch things that I don't think you would like in the first place. You put yourself in the situation of, like, I'm going to give it a try. But it, you're not going to like it because it's not aimed towards you. How do, how do I not like Adam Sandler? How do I not like Gillian Jacobs? I watch Love. I recommend it to everybody. Yes, I but love the Vanessa kind Bear. of movie that this is, really? Were you well, like, here's the thing. This yeah. kind of movie, there's like, nothing that goes on trip. in this movie. Well, the kind tell of thing no. is what kind I'll of movie you, Don't even. No, no. I mean, I don't mean the movie. I mean just like the action of going on a girl's trip. Not the movie. But nothing Interject. Happens. Let's tell everybody who might not know what the movie is about what it's about. Break us, break it down. Go for ahead. Us so, so Gillian Jacobs, Jillian, uh, Gillian Jacobs gets a business trip to Barcelona. She goes to Barcelona. Wait, wait, no, if you're going to say Ibiza, you have to say Barcelona. No, no, no. Well, yeah, okay, yeah, Barcelona. Barcelona. Whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, so she goes there, Sorry. and her friends decide to join her, and then she meets this DJ. Think of a uh, think of like Cascade or who? Calvin um, Harris. Yeah, I think of a Calvin Harris, and he goes uh, off to Ibiza. So then, for some reason, she feels compelled, even though she has his phone number, to follow him there, risking all of her business issues that she needs to get done in Barcelona. Ah, so that's why I'm like, why are you even going there when you have his phone number? It makes no sense. You just met him. Suspend uh, your disbelief. I don't, I don't get it. I Wait, mean, maybe interject a little bit. That is Richard Madden, Game of Thrones. Yeah, fans. he's great. That's all you got? Yeah, he was great. He was fantastic. <laughs> I saw Dude, he him. was killed in the Red Wedding. So, oh, you know, sorry, spoiler. Uh, thank you. Yeah, spoiler well, actually, alert. If you haven't seen the Red Wedding, probably you're not on the Game of Thrones train. Anyhow. That's okay. But Game of Thrones, like, come on, come on. <laughs> well, full disclosure, per Rick's vehement suggestion, I did not watch. I just bought because she, that means so that you owe me about an hour horrible. and like 30 minutes of your life so I listen when someone tries to save me like we do here every week for you guys and tells me not to watch something I, I heed that advice because you're, you're a little bit more lenient with your con, your 
like criticism than I am because I think I feel like I'm a little. Normally, bit I'm able to finish things, but for some reason, I was not able to finish the week of. I was not able was to terrible. finish this. Mm-hmm. I even tried. Like maybe I should just leave it on in the background. Yes. But the problem is, is that in the first ten minutes of the movie, the best parts were already shown to me. Therefore, I was like, now nah, I'm just going to turn this off. You know what I just realized? Our panel is kind of like a it's kind of like a dial. Like Amy's the most like kind and will watch anything. So she's like the like <laughs> I will watch anything. I will watch like everything. And Rick's like the like the Hey, that's why you guys watch, right? right? It's important yeah. to get the full gradiency. <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't watch that this week on your suggestion, but I will watch it cuz I I've heard Gillian in many an interview and she seems like an awesome person who does awesome work. No, wait, so, wait to see what you No, think no, no. Here's it. the thing, man. If you want to see Gillian Jacobs in something, watch Love. And There's three community. seasons. Of, and Community, of course. Do not watch Abita. I can vouch for Love. I'm, I'm deep into Love and I'm you, enjoying it. You know who else did like Abita? Allison Brie. Allison Brie. Hello. Do you have some secret stories for us about Allison Brie? I do. <laughs> Are we going to go there yet? Not yet, not yet. Okay. <laughs> Steve. Coming up soon. Hang Martin, on, Steve Martin and Martin Stick Short. Did you I watch? saw this this morning. This was fun. I did not like it. You didn't like it? You, but you tell the audience. Um, this is just very classic old school comedy. Just t- two old souls coming out there doing their thing. Like it just felt like it felt very effortless from Steve Martin and Martin Short. It was a two-man show, if you will. There was a little sit-down, there was a little stand-up, there was songs, yeah. dances. It was, <laughs> was I good. I enjoyed it very much. It it was as promised. It was Steve Martin and Martin Short. An evening you're surely will forget or something yeah, like, like it, that. Yeah, that it was just a fun it, it was a fun romp through I don't know my bar wasn't high though it was it was those guys did Steve Martin play his banjo at all yes he did he Aww. is an amazing amazing musician that's... like an incredible music like most people expect him to do the Weird Al technique because mm-hmm. that's what we expect we Lonely Island Weird Al technique like he actually just came out with a band and just played the banjo like just a straight up musical performance just straight up performance from yeah. the banjo where a band appeared behind him it was really cool and he, they're great right yeah yeah I love their I love, so it's worth a watch for that alone I mean if you guys like either of them Steve Martin or Martin Short believe me it's not it's not a bad thing to watch it's just I, I think I want it to be just a little bit more and it wasn't so but at the same time that's why I got Steve Coffin here to tell me eh dude watch it go watch it is there anything that you have liked? <laughs> There's many things that do I do. Do you just like. begrudgingly watch all these things on Netflix? <laughs> many things that I like that I like that we will get to. But <laughs> how about the break with Michelle Wolf? Did any of you see? Did you any of you? I watch? didn't catch I that. Had no interest in watching it. So Michelle Wolf was the White House correspondent that got a lot of criticism yes. for like the very negative jokes that she really bagged and trashed on people, and. Um, which makes me really interested to watch it <laughs> for that reason. So, of course, just like HBO has their John Oliver and just like the networks have their, I guess, not, I, mean, not, I mean, like, I guess, like, Comedy Central has uh, Trevor Noah. Mm. Netflix has Michelle Wolf. They've kind of given her own little show. And um, I think it's also to replace Chelsea Handler. Chelsea, yeah, yeah, Chelsea, Chelsea Handler. Handler filled the spot. I mean, you, yeah, you, you need it. They they need it. It's fine. Didn't like same thing. It's like I don't know her humor quite resonates with me. So what's the but, format of the show? Is it similar to a Chelsea Handler? Like how does the show? Break Chelsea, down? Chelsea's a little different because she invites like celebrities, whereas like uh-huh. Michelle Wolf is yeah. It's more like she'll she'll bag on news and then you have like a guest and you know it, it drops like once a week. But does she do single topic big story like John Oliver does? Like single topic investigative journalism, I've not seen the show. Well, yet. No, there's only like I think because Chelsea Handler tried the doing pilot. That. Yeah, 
I only just watched the pilot. Okay. And I, but I'll tell you guys what. If you want something more in-depth, we did cover that for pilot, TV pilot reviews. Jeff Graham, who's here, will probably give you a better in-depth if you really, really want to watch it or not watch it and his panel. But I'm just here to say that I did watch it. It dropped. And I was like, eh. We got an eh. Which is better than... All right, we're getting up there, guys. I mean, I'd like to tell you... No, no, I'd like to tell you no, but, like, that type of programming is needed for a Netflix, therefore, whereas, like, something like Abitha, didn't need to see it, didn't need to be there. Didn't need to be there, but it was there, and you should watch it if you want to have a good time. There's a lot of movies that don't need to be in the theater, and yet... Yes, I agree. I'm convinced if you call the right number at Netflix, a person just picks up the phone and is like, hi, would you like a full season order? Yeah, tell me that phone number (laughs) so that I can No, no, I think it's a really hard phone number to find, (laughs) but once you find it, you're just on the level by which they're buckshotting the content of like, so if you have this phone number, we trust that you're going to make some stuff. Cool. So call this number. We'll, wow. we'll organize the money. I like yeah, that. If any of you out there have that number, please drop it below in the comments so that we can call it. I'll be real. If I had that number, I wouldn't give it to anyone. <laughs> Not even your trusted panel. Perhaps, but okay. we're the brain trust, man. We can it help. Probably, but like anyone else, no. Like you jump in my DMs about it. Absolutely not. I don't have that number. <laughs> we know so something else that dropped on Netflix, uh, season five of Arrested Development. I'm not going to spend too much time talking about it because. I've not watched it yet, but however, it's like if you like Arrested Development, you probably will mm-hmm. like it or not. Steve, I don't know if you watched. I watched it. I finished it today. It's very good, and it, I believe it's the first. Ha- it's only eight episodes, so I believe it's the first half of season five. But oh, they're okay. going to drop. They're going to drop eight more later. Oh, cool! So it's eight episodes. If it's eight episodes, if you like Arrested Development, if you liked either season, either season four that exists because they recut season four. If you liked either of those season fours, you liked the three seasons on Fox before that, you'll like this. Um, there's also a lot of news surrounding it that doesn't affect the quality of the physical show that you are going to choose to watch or not watch. I think that's the best way I can say it, because there's a lot of stuff about Jeffrey Tambor right now that I'm like, I, yeah. no. I need to separate that from the show I like. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong for feeling that way, but that's what I want to do. Well, you know, not everybody likes each other. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm just saying that not everybody likes each other sometimes when it comes to being on a show, which is amazing to see how like, people like are able to still act opposite each other. Mm-hmm. Like in Lethal Weapon, how they replaced. Yeah. You know, there, there's a season three with Sean William Scott. They replaced the main other main lead. So there you go. Yeah. But I enjoyed that very much. I think uh, I'm the only one who saw it. Yeah. I no, I just, I'm just like, yeah. I'm still getting through season four. That's why. But sure enough for me, I will be watching Arrested Development season five so that's why i didn't want to spend too much time mm. on it because it's like if you're trying to jump into a season five of any show then of course you're gonna i'm gonna sit there and say go watch it or if you have enjoyed arrested development through season four then of course you need to be watching season five what about for someone who's new and hasn't seen any arrested we told we told you despite we told, told we told to you to start yeah we told you, you to start watching it. it straight through from the from now to season five one one and two are good threes okay. threes a little broken because they knew they were getting canceled and then four is revived, and they yeah. redid it. They, re- so yeah, they recut it, and the recut's much better than when they first dropped it for me. Like I'm able to like watch it. I was not able to. I think I watched like three episodes of the original season four when Netflix grabbed it, mm-hmm. and it was really really hard to watch. So like the fact that they redid it, I'm back. I'm back in the game for it, and I'm. Just, I think I'm just doing like the uh, slow burn. Slow burn. Um, okay. Good to know. Good to know. And uh, yeah. so sometimes you know we cover these shows that drop and then sometimes we actually go visit these cool hmm. netflix things and uh, 
the, the, the person that seems to be the most pro at doing this is, well, first it's, no, Amy oh. Cassandra Martinez loves to going to these things. She loves talking to people on the red carpet. So where'd you go first? I went to Netflix again, and it was fantastic. And there's this one little show you may have heard about. It's called Glow. And it was fantastic. Yeah, we had well, uh, podcast listeners right now. We're looking at a picture of a lot of the ladies that Brittany Young, Mark Marin, Sidel Noel. Um, I don't. Is that one of the? Yes, that's uh. Wait, wait, Betty Gilpin. Yes. Oh, Betty, I'm sorry, sorry. Yeah, Betty Gilpin, Allison Bury, and then Carly. Is that Carly? Is it Liz? Carly Mensch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Carly Mensch, who was like one of the writers, right, right. writer, producer, creators. So, and it was really cool because it, w- it was a very small carpet. So with these FYC carpets, it's tiny, so everyone usually gets to talk to everyone. And yeah, I spoke with most of them. Everyone was super freaking pumped. Allison Brie is so nice, and honestly, she she really, really, really cares about Glow. Like, you know, everyone's obviously going to say, oh yeah, I'm so excited for the show, blah. But she really, really was happy. Uh, here's a picture of me interviewing Brittany Young. Brittany, and- Brittany Young, happy birthday, which your birthday I think mm. was on Friday, and... For you guys watching right now, I'm going to let you know that I will be doing the Glow After Show, which will be on Sundays, still figuring out the times, so I might either have Brittany Young come on this show, or she'll be coming on to the Glow After Show. It should be this. Well, we'll see, this we'll one. see, we'll see, we'll see. I'm not, I'm not sure. That's, that's pending on her schedule, really. It's True. like not about, she'll gladly come on at any point. It's just, I mean, these, the late, these gorgeous ladies of wrestling are going through so much press right now oh, and demand, yeah. so I don't even know when we'll be able to do that, but I would, I have talked to her, so, and I told her, like, happy birthday and want her to come on. And you, you guys know always... us all to know that he's very good friends. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm yeah. not, but I, I just want to tell you, no, I want to, no, no, I want to tell you guys how awesome she <laughs> yeah, is, and you guys can follow her at It's Brittany, and back to you, Amy, you talked to her. Yes, I did, and you can see right now, there, on the screen, that I made her laugh, so we're besties as well, Rick. Uh, just <laughs> burn, they, burn. They, they Snapchat. That's a step above text. That's, uh, you sure? But yeah. I don't know how Snapchat works. Snapchat's so weird. Now, okay, <laughs> but you know what's not weird? My guns in this picture. So Amy's at the pop-up for Glow, which is a wrestling rink with the glow neon glow sign above it. And as I like to look at this picture, I always say, "Oh yeah, sun's out, buns. Oh, I mean, guns out. Guns I guess. out. What's crazy is honestly, guys." Like, it's just the lighting. It really is. But I saw... You do look pretty ripped. Right? Mm. Mostly on my left arm. Oh, Oh, we're zooming in. in. And that's my fierce face, obviously. And, uh, yeah, they're... I don't know. Maybe just... You know what? That is my mic-holding arm. (laughs) And when you have really tall people that you're interviewing, you have to really stick out that mic. Your biceps kind of start to burn. Hey, hey, Steve in the booth, can can you pan up, like... A lot higher. Ha, right, keep, ha, going, ha, keep going, keep ha, going, keep going, keep going. Oh, much better, much better. <laughs> but it's so nice because, you know, I talked about this before, that the little pop-ups are fantastic because it's kind of like you're there. Uh, and another thing that I did there, um, this was, uh, I think it was the next day. These guys. Five. And what I want, what I want to know. So we're looking at a picture of the guys that are on Queer Eye. Yes. And what I want to know though is how did they rate your wardrobe? Uh, you know, I didn't ask him. What? I, I did not because here's were you the scared? thing, guys. Yes, I was scared <laughs> because I need more clothes. So if you want to send me some clothes, you can do that. But I wore a nice little pop of color, little blue and caramel, 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 caramel. 
you know, I've heard Karamo people, Brown. Karamo, thank you. People say it all different kinds of ways, so I just didn't say it to his face. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, he really enjoyed. See, there's him laughing. Um, uh, he really enjoyed the pop of blue that I wore, and that's Antony with his. It looks like a romper, but it is not. They're separate pieces. This does not matter. I just wanted to point it out. It also because sort of a, looks like pajamas. Anybody know? Um, or, or he's going to the yeah. beach. Yeah, beach. I mean, cute beach pajamas. Yeah. Pajamas. Oh, yeah. And they were f- very, very nice. And <gasps> there's Jonathan. I had to get a picture with him because he's fantastic. I didn't get to talk to Tan. He was the only one I didn't talk to. But, yeah, I mean, they were all great. They were having fun. And they really, really appreciate everything that they've, you know, been able to do. Season 2 is actually dropping on the 19th. Already? Yes. Guess what? They filmed first and second season at the same time. Sure, it's cheaper to so, do that. Yeah, because it's a reality show. Cheaper to do that. And probably, like, more like when you already have everybody together. Yeah. Like, instead of taking a break and then having to get the cat, like the crew and everybody to, all back together. So, like, let's just keep going. And then whatever Netflix wants, they'll drop. And whatever they don't want, then we'll <gasps> maybe are... reshop it somewhere else. Oh, and then those... Well, yeah. Uh, they also will be making over a lady... Oh, good. So well, I'm you know what? Really maybe maybe we'll see if we can it. get one of those guys to come on the show when that drops. Yeah. I try to get Karamo, but keep going. Yeah, well, let's do it. And this last little picture, I just couldn't help myself. This is another little pop-up um, at Netflix, the FYC They space. have a lot of them, by the way, guys. Like, oh. you, you guys have seen episodes, yeah. So they have, like, like yeah, right. My next guest is with David Letterman. Mm-hmm. They had they had Mind Hunters. They had Lost in Space. They have, yeah, they, they, had a, they have a crazy mirror thing with uh, Queer Eye. One of one of the mirrors says Yas Queen. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so when you guys are saying pop up, you basically mean like photo opportunity for people photo that are there. Yes. Yeah. So like it's, it's like a like a the color color museum type deal or the uh, ice cream museum ice, of ice cream. I never went mm-hmm. to the ice cream one, but I can imagine. Yes, all the gram worthy so, business. I mean, I had to. If you, I mean, I've no, talked that's about what it. You, that's, yeah, it's photo exactly. off time. Exactly. Especially when I've been multiple times and I was like, Amy, no, like, it's fine. It's not that big of a deal. And hmm. I was like, nah, I'm just going to do it. And, uh, yeah, it was really fun. And what's really cool about the, the um, like, when you go to the panel, which I did go to the 13 Reasons Why one, they give you free food. No, 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 no. It's not so much the free food. Free drink. Nah, man. Free food. What are you talking about? They had really amazing uh, tamales. And uh, I had, I had. Well, keep going, and then I'll go. I'll go into <laughs> well, did you get any any scoop on any like either moments from the epi- from the seasons or for any like which? for your interviews? Well, oh, 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 no, 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 no. But see, you'd have to go y- and exactly. You got to go look for it. Got to go to Amy, Amy Cassandra Martinez's social media yes. if you want the juice. You want the meat. We're not going to drop it here. But speaking of real meat, uh, the food was amazing. <laughs> they no, like seriously, Ashley, I think you'd really appreciate it. Yeah, you know they had I'm down for like food. some kind of meat, and it was very soft, tender, very soft, tender meat. Soft, tell tender me more. meat. Tell me more slowly and quietly into the mic. Potatoes. Oh, nice. Really? Yes, okay. it was fancy and really. I mean, it was a tiny little plate, and you'd. It's kind of hard to you know eat mm-hmm. while you're standing, but you could eat with your one fork. You don't even need the wooden, to. Yeah, the no, wooden no, forks. no knife. Yeah. The wooden fork. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah no knife, no knife. Inside the, like, the Dixie like cup, like the little... No, no like Dixie cup. What are you talking about? The water cooler about? cup? The water cooler cup? No. Okay. Oh my gosh. That it was, was so good. So good. 
We don't yeah. have any food stuff to talk about this week, or else I'd jump mm. right on the bandwagon with you. We have no oh. food shows this week. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, actually, Cheney I mean, was supposed to bake a cake me. for these guys, but she dropped the ball. So it's like, oh, okay. does anybody remember me saying I'd bake a cake? Please don't tell me that. Uh, I say we, that on a cake. We would obviously not be. You know what? Actually, Cheney didn't even know it was their birthdays anyway. So that's a make not kidding. I'm kidding. Only partially true. Only partially true. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's cool to be able to see these people outside of the screen <laughs> and just to see how they are with press. And it's it's insane because, you know, it's not just one little stop at the, you know, Netflix FYC space. It's they've been doing press for a while. And I mean, it, it's a good chance for you guys to check them out as well. They're fantastic in person. So if that helps. Does you everybody know, who's watching know what FYC stands for? They might not. Maybe we should let them know that FYC stands for for your consideration. Although Netflix spells it. F-Y-S-E-E. Mm-hmm. That's a little, so like... So clever. Yeah. It's part of the Emmy campaign, so all these shows that are wanting to be considered for an Emmy, they have to participate, or they choose to participate in these four-year consideration events. So when we say FYC, that means, like, the, the cast and the crew is coming together for an FYC event, panel, whatever, so that they can, you know, parade around their show and talk to outlets like AfterBuzz mm. and Popcorn Talk and other outlets about their show. So that's I'm, what we mean when we say FYC. I actually remember the first summer I moved here, my parents came out to see me and they were under like they were seeing the billboards for shows that had already happened and were very confused. Right. And would ask me oh, what FYC yeah. means. Yeah. And I had to explain to them that I guess only in New York or Los Angeles where the bulk of Emmy voters exist or the, where right. the bulk of where the bulk of award show voters exist. Yeah. FYC campaigns are just a thing. Well, I think we take it for granted in LA that people even know that that's how People win these awards is that it's a voting committee. Cause, yeah, because it usually like, doesn't it's say such an industry thing that people might not know. And know? like, depending on where you are in the city, you'll see like sometimes like it's obviously the big ones are mm-hmm. the big the big ones are the ones you'll always notice. But on occasion, you'll find like one billboard on Lancashire that's like for your consideration, yeah. Rick Hoffman for suits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, very we're, clear. We're, we're clear targeting them. these fifteen voters that take Lancashire home. Nice. I like. Uh, yeah, gotta hit them hard. Well, I get, I get bored of going on the red carpets because like, I don't uh, have people in here. Please. But Amy loves it. But so I decided just to go attend. Yesterday, I went to the one day at a time panel. And this is what it looks like when you go there after the carpet. You're there. You're in the audience. And they bring out the showrunners, the creators, some of the actors. And there's a moderator, just like we have on here, that talks to them, asks some questions. And then sometimes you get people from the audience. And so that's where I was yesterday. And... Uh, um, what's the next picture? And so for me, I was lucky enough that I was on a carpet and I got to meet Sheridan Pierce, who is on the left in this picture, who is a recurring currently. And on the right is Isabella Gomez, who's a series regular. And um, they, you know, they were usually like after the carpet, after the event, they'll come out and hang out and uh, people will line up to take pictures and everything. So like I happened to like snap a, two, a picture of two of them. Mm-hmm. And this is one day at a time. Yep, one day at a time. Mm-hmm. It does look like they know they were being photographed, so good job on... <laughs> oh, no, 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 yeah, because like I told Sheridan, I was like, hey, you know, so like, yeah, so she posed. And uh, the and for me, like, I got macaroni and cheese yesterday. Uh, there's some sort of weird cheesy cheese uh, sandwich thing. I thought that was okay, but some red wine and... Um, the real well, reason we work in Hollywood. Mm. No, strawberry The food shortcake. and the free food. I don't know. I don't think we got... Well, you actually didn't get dessert yesterday, we I don't did. think. So, but I'll tell you what, Rita Moreno is on that show. Huge line, huge line for Rita Moreno. 
for people like wanting to take a picture with her because she's such a legend. Oh. This is a lady that's from West Side Story. She's 85 years old and she looks about 70. Where's your picture with Rita? I was too busy taking other pictures and talking uh-huh. to other people. Oh, I thought you were saying eating. However, totally I did drop by one of the coolest panels. And the one thing about it is, is that Amy Cassandra Martinez makes it look good, but I make it look better. You and wish. That, that's my ultimate warrior. Where are your guns? Exactly. Oh my god. No, that's my ultimate warrior. I'm shaking we're the ring. We're going to need that zoom I'm in again, I'm shaking the ring. I don't think Because I'm a true wrestling fan. I am a true wrestling fan. I sent you guys one picture. I had a whole photo up on there. And I will share those on Twitter. I will. I just didn't want to show them all here. Because you should go follow me on Twitter. There's probably gifs. There's probably gifs on yeah. Twitter. Oh. But it's, it's it's a lot of fun. I mean, if you're lucky enough to go with somebody, you're a member. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, we, uh-huh. we had, you know, there's yeah there's a side by side. So guns on the left. Where and if you're not right? able to attend, thankfully you have Rick and Amy to take the photos and share their experience along with you on social media. So yeah. best of both worlds. Sure. But and you know someone that's not shy of probably going to a lot of these events is our own very fearless leader. Maria Manunos. Yes, Miss Maria Manunos is very busy. Uh, sometimes she's, you know, in studio with us, but most of the time she is producing her own podcast, which if you guys are looking for a podcast, this is the one for you. It's called Conversations with Maria Manunos. That is our matriarch. And it drops every Friday on iTunes, and it's, it's really awesome. I subscribe to this podcast myself. Um, she has all kind of different interviews come on her show. So we're talking celebrity influencers. We're talking people in the health and wellness space, um, you know, career, relationship finance. She has all these really great minds come on her show and interviews them, and then we get to hear all the info. So it's called Conversations with Maria. It drops every Friday. Um, and you should, you know, subscribe to iTunes and subscribe to that show. And every Friday you can download it for free. And you can always let her know that it was the Netflix Picks after show that sent you there. That's that's all there is to say about that. That is true. Also, all right, also so- seamless transition. Maria was mentioned on season four, episode three of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt this week. What? Also, I was just watching that on the way over. Also, we should mention, in in keeping with the birthdays, it was Maria Menounos' birthday this week. It was. So it's a Netflix birthday. Happy birthday, Maria. Happy birthday. We love you. Thank you. And it is a really great podcast for for Realty. Okay. Well, now let's talk non Netflix releases that are on the platform that I believe some panelists on this show have watched. Uh, I don't know, Ashley, if you want to start or Amy, you do. Take it. Well, yeah, I've got some. I've got a couple. You go. Yeah. So the non-Netflix um, National Geographic Channel produced uh, this story. He named me Malala, a documentary. Um, do you guys know Malala? Yeah. Does everybody know Malala? I was surprised when I say Malala's name and people don't know her because I feel like she's, uh, I thought she's such a, a well-known person, but some, some might. Malala is the young girl who was shot by the Taliban for um, trying to suggest that women should have young girls should have access to education. So she sort of became a uh, voice of not just the Pakistani people, but uh, women's rights and especially in education. So she's been this this sort of fearless leader. And this is her story. And we get to go like behind the scenes with of her real life with her father, who's such an um, instrumental part of her being this light that she is. Um, and it's, it's not an easy watch. It's not like a, mm. you know pop it in and expect to put it on in the background it's like two minutes in you're sobbing and but i think it's a really important watch and it's certainly yeah. um certainly riveting 
uh, but definitely a great story for for, for uh, anybody who doesn't know a lot about Malala. It's definitely a great place to start. She was, I think, maybe the youngest person. Don't quote me on that, but she was 16 when she was nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. So definitely a compelling story and beautiful and sad, but good sad. Like makes you feel like you need to get off your tush and really make a change in the world. Right. Do she's something an inspiration. Or, right. Educate yourself. Yeah. She's great. So that's that's what I, I watched that. And I have another little hidden gem, which we'll talk about later. But I, I can't recommend uh, He Named Me Malala enough. I think it's an important watch for us all. And I think Amy watched this movie called Hush. So Shh. how was it? <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else. Um, here's the thing. Shh. Here's the thing. This was back in 2016. Did you guys know that? No. Who, who's and, in it? Okay. So John Gallagher Jr., and Kate Siegel. Those are, the, I mean, the main two people that you you recognize. But not to be confused with Katie Seagal. Do who, I, still, I don't know exactly. them. Do John know Gallagher them? Jr. So, is the young guy in the newsroom. The young guy? His name is Jim? Okay. Oh, no, and he's also he's also in Clubfield, uh, uh, too. And yeah. also, uh, wait, 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 wait. I know this. I know this. Uh, short American- term, short term, 12. Bam. Yeah. Also on Netflix. He was short an American Idiot on Broadway Yes, with... Um, no, oh, short-term twelve with uh, the soon-to-be Brie Captain Marvel Brie Larson. Larson yes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. good call, Amy. All yes. right, all right. keep going, keep going. Um, and Katie Siegel, she is known for Hush, Gerald's Game. Huh? Your favorite? Yeah, we love that. Oh, so good. But yeah, so I kind of just put this on because I wanted to watch something different, and I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna get scared. Let's do this. And I think it was one of those movies that just kind of fell under the radar, at least for me, because I kind of heard people talking about it, but not that much. And guys, it's so good. Ashley, I challenge you to watch it. You know it's not for me. You heard it here, though. I challenge you to watch it. In the daytime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, are there, is it a real life thing where these things could actually happen in my life? Like, is it a real life, real killer? Okay, so here's what it's about. She is a, okay, so Kate Siegel is a deaf writer and... Basically, I'm in. That's yeah. all I need to know. Jeff Ryder, <laughs> Hush, a, I'm in. I need more. Exactly. Yeah, she, she, she can't hear. Is she it a can't real? Okay, hear. I don't. Like wait, wait, wait. That. I, I don't no, like it. You know what? I did see this movie. This movie was freaking awesome. Right. I did see it. Now that like you're talking about <gasps> it, I one. saw it. It is We've amazing. She's in a cabin in the middle of nowhere, and she's deaf. Give like, them yeah. everything. No, that's it. That's it. It's freaking amazing. Yes, watch it. That is a good one. So exactly. And here's the thing. It's oh, it kind of reminds you of a quiet place where you're like don't make a noise but then here you're like ah! because she can't hear and you're terrified for her like oh my god i can't i can't even it's fantastic and honestly i didn't know that john gallagher jr was the killer basically oh, <laughs> hey where's the where's the where's the thing oh. that literally does not affect anything yeah it's true it's it still does not. I just told you the two main so characters. Good. IMDb it's probably t- spoils that. So it's, good. I told you. You guys have to know because if it doesn't interest you, it should because he's in it and yeah, she's the, so, she's a freaking rock star. And oh, yeah. So just, if you want, oh. if you want a girls trip movie, this is the one for you. Hush. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh, this is the uh-huh. one that you should be seeing. What do I like? I like this one. We finally guys. got it, guys. Here it is. You're we welcome. got excited Rick. So You're welcome. play that back. But Steve, you got anything for us this week for non-Netflix? Um, you mean non-Netflix original um Actually, no. I've been watching a lot of Netflix original. I I have picks later. Great. Sorry, yes. No, no, no. Don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. Another thing that I did watch and it is from this one's Net, uh, 
just a classic, just a classic. You know, I've been doing the Cheers thing. I've been doing the Frasier thing. So there used to be a show called Little House on the Prairie. And it's a star guy, this, you know, actor named Michael Landon. Rick was in his teens when it came out. And Michael Landon, yeah, exactly. Michael Landon was um, also, you know, like I think in the original Bonanza series, like way younger version of before he did Little House on the Prairie. So the show that he did after Little House on the Prairie was called Highway to Heaven. And he, mm-hmm. his co-star in it is also one of his co-stars from Little House on the Prairie. And he basically plays this angel. And this is how the 80s were serialized, where like week to week, you know, he solves some sort of problem as an angel. And his buddy is the guy that drives him everywhere and kind of is a sounding board. It's like Touched by an Angel. Yeah, I was going to say, it mm. sounds a little Roma Downey-ish. Yeah, yeah, probably. Because like, yeah, Touched by an Angel, I think, was on CBS. Highway to Heaven was on NBC. Highway to Heaven was first. And yeah, it had two white guys, whereas Touched by an Angel had Roma Downey, who's white, and... Um, oh. I can't remember her name. Oh, she's African American. Yes, I yes. So, she's great. Though. But yeah, but hey, that was that was a good classic for me to go back because like, I don't think I knew the show. I had seen episodes of the show, but I don't think I'd ever seen the pilot and uh, how it came to be. That poster so, looks very familiar for, for those mm-hmm. of you who are listening. We're seeing a picture. So if of you that. like Michael Landon, you like those eighties, you know, eighties shows, and just kind of like just you can watch one episode. You don't need to know about anything before or afterwards after the pilot. Then I mean, you don't even need to know the pilot if you're just, you're just kind of like you just want to feel good. Yeah, yeah. self contained. Like the 80s very much were, then here's the show that I watched. Great I hair, mean, too. This poster. Lots of great hair I mean, I just. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of great hair. That's cool. Yeah. What are you going to watch Good next? Pick. I mean, you're going through classics and now you're kind of going back in time. I'll see, well, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get mm-hmm. there. But, um, hey guys, remember, we are also, if, you, if you're not watching us live, then we are also on iTunes, just like Conversations with Maria Menounos. Please give us five stars because the other ones don't work. And leave a comment. I'll give you a shout out. I mean, we give... Who's in the chat? Give us, give us a shout out. I mean, do we have anybody in the chat? Oh. Um, oh, Luna Moonshine was in the chat. Serenity Q was ah, in the Serenity. chat. Star, Star hey. Drew was in the chat. Jay Becker in the chat. Sam Pilboon in the chat. More or scrolling. So chill. So chill for. So chill for that. Wait, where the hell is Xavier Jones Jr.? He's usually here telling me like whatever, but now he's not here. Yellow Paladin is in the chat. Did you get Zias? Yeah, where's Zias B. Zias is there. Zias B. Oh, good. Yeah, hey, what up? Good, good, good. We got, we got our, we got our gangs all here. Got our VIPs. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, yeah. So there's that, and so okay. Hidden gems. Uh, I think Ashley Cheney has one. I have a hidden gem. It is it is a good one, you guys. Uh, for this week's hidden gem, I am recommending the movie Blue is the Warmest Color. And if you haven't seen it yet, it is a um, it's a French film, so it is you do oh. have to put on the English subtitles. Do not. I cannot stress this enough. Please listen to me. Do not watch this with your parents. <laughs> Don't even let them be in the room because it is the most awkward. You will think just don't. There's do a little it. bit of nudity. A little bit of nudity. Just this like is just a little bit. The, the story is actually the most beautiful story, coming of age story about a um, young girl who is sort of discovering her sexuality, and it is the best acting I've ever seen, the best filmmaking I've ever seen. Um, but it is uh, the, even the actor actresses have been interviewed after the fact as saying that the uh, sh- making of this film was so um, realistic that it it bordered on. Don't watch it with your parents. Let's just don't. It's trust me, Girl, <laughs> but it's a great film. You're doing a good job because now I'm like, oh, I need to watch this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, watch it with Mickey. <laughs> it's, it's a hey. great, it's a beautiful film, um, but it is uh, very sexual in, in um, parts of it. And it's oh, it's uh, Leah Sadu who Sado Sadu. Shoot, sorry, so, I don't speak French. Sado, um, who is one of the in one of the most recent Bond mm-hmm. films. She's Spectre. Uh, Spectre. 
uh, which oh. I actually just started. Before she's a love interest inspector. She's uh, sensational, and uh, you would almost unrecognizable because she's so she, she plays a sort of the masculine, uh, more masculine role in this film, and she is. She, I was, didn't even recognize that it was her. It's a great film, my hidden gem of the week. I recommend it. Let me know if you watch it, um, what you think, and you can thank me later. It's a good one. How about you guys? Hidden gems? Anything that someone should revisit and see on there? Well, revisit if. I mean, I talked about it a few weeks ago. You're and you're getting through it. I, yeah. Oh, I'm I'm speeding my way through <laughs> it. Yes, I'm on season four of Parks and Rec, which I just started watching like a month ago, like revisiting. And yeah, yeah. If you kind of dismissed it as like, oh, it's just like The Office, which if you don't like The Office, but it's okay. I understand, <laughs> kind of a little bit, not really. Uh, but definitely revisit it because it's different and honestly, super inspirational. Freaking Leslie. Nope. <clears throat> oh, there she is on her screens. She is so, she's a go-getter. And honestly, I, The Office is funny. It's it's sweet. And I love The Office. But I love Parks and Rec in a different way that I have cried because I'm so happy for Leslie. And I'm like, yes, we can do anything we want. Like, let's go get it. So if you are feeling down, I recommend you start watching Parks and Rec. Also, the true inspiration story there is Chris Pratt mm. pre-Star-Lord. <laughs> Pre-Star-Lord. I mean, talk about an inspirational story. That's, that's, a, well, that's, a, good, that's a different guy. Granted, he was also in Everwood, too. So, which oh, I don't, I'm gosh. not sure it's on. I remember. Yes. Uh, I don't know. Steve, how about you? Um, I'm trying to find a hit, like a rewatch or a hidden gem, and like my queue is full of fairly new things. I just recently started rewatching uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, but that yeah. hard, that hardly qualifies as a brand no, new. No, man, I, I was just at a. She was she did a comedy act live on Friday night mm. at the Largo for a thing called Mary's List. It was her and Milana Vaintraub. And they were they were freaking awesome. They threw a bunch of bunch of comedians together, a magician, and no, uh, magician. so no, no, so no crazy. Yeah. So crazy ex girlfriend's a good one. It's a quality show. What I like about it too is there are three seasons on there. The fourth season's coming in the fall, and they've already announced that's it. Mm-hmm. And for no other reason than we don't we don't want to try and do a th- fifth season. Whoa. We only we only ever intended four seasons. We're getting four seasons. And I mean the great thing too about crazy ex girlfriend too is that she covers a lot of topics. I mean mental illness, OCD, you know, things that normal people kind of stray away from. She does this, and she kind of does it in a humorous way. Like, season three gets a little dark, but it's still, yeah, it's, it's still fun to watch. And, of course, like, she's very clever with her. It's, it's you know, if you like musicals on some end, because it's not just a comedy. Like, she, mm. she breaks into song and everything, but she does it very, like, she does, like, Beyonce. She does uh, a version of, like, Carrie Underwood. Um, just kind of spoofing oh boy, their songs. Cheats. Lots of spoof songs. That's what. That's how Rachel um, became really sort of mm. started her rise to fame. You can find her on YouTube and see her like awesome Actually, videos. Actually, if you look at her YouTube videos, you'll find me in one of her videos on OCD. I was Ooh. one of her dancers. Rachel is dancers. Yes, and I, she didn't tell me I was going to have to dance before I showed up for that video. Wait, was that before or after you broke your hip? It was way before I broke my <laughs> hip. It was way before Crazy Ex Girlfriend. So yeah, Rachel and I used to work on a show together, and she needed some backup dancers, and she lived in the same neighborhood as me, and. 
And that is forever on the internet, my friends. And it is so embarrassing. Good to watch that. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I'm going to watch that. And then blue is the warmest color. I am in the back, but I'm in a bright neon green shirt. So I'm pretty <gasps> hard to miss. In blue is the warmest color. Sorry. Yeah. I couldn't resist. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, that, that, those are some hidden gems this week. I mean, I'm going to go into a little bit of news because we, you know, we, we have some time to talk some news and we don't ever get to get spend a lot of time talking, but this one's pretty interesting. So, After Buzz TV News. Fancy news hit. Here we go. So, according to a survey released by investment banking company Morgan Stanley, 39% of U.S. consumers said that Netflix offers the best original programming compared with other subscription video services. HBO is at 14%. Amazon Prime is at 5%. Hulu at 4%. Showtime 3. Stars at 2. Cinemax at 1. What do you guys think of that? That doesn't add up to 100 and, Thank you. <laughs> uh, that's what I think of that. And that's low, I feel like. What, I, but, they're, but their original programming targeting their audience. I the original, also, their original yeah. programming targeting their audience. Not all the other stuff on Netflix. Their original programming. And them being number one actually shocks me. And I think it speaks less to the idea that everyone thinks all of Netflix's original programming is great. So much, mm. as, so much as they know how to narrowly find each piece of original programming to make everyone feel that way. Because I would argue... On a purely merit-based system, HBO would have that moniker because more of HBO strikes out way less than Netflix has, and has had way more at bats than Netflix. Well, well, but I would say they have way less content in general yeah. than than Netflix. I mean, Netflix has a new show or movie every other week, literally. Yeah. I mean, there's no way to keep up. So to your point, they can target. Yeah, but, I, um, but, but the fact that everybody. people still feel the mark of Netflix original series hasn't been diminished is actually incredible. Because I've read it up until now that HBO is trying to get to Netflix's subscriber base, and Netflix is trying to get to HBO's um, posterity, well, if you will. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe I, mean, I, what, I mean, what do you guys think? You guys agree? <laughs> you guys disagree? In terms of like, do you do you believe those statistics? Who's originals do you prefer? Or, yeah, well, who do, whose originals do you prefer? I guess. Um, I, I, I'm partial to HBO's originals just because. Part of the culling and the curation of an of an HBO original series like Westwood, I already go in feeling there's such a breath of there's a lineage, if you will, to yeah. an HBO original series that they have they they have more hits than misses. Yeah, let's not forget about some of the killer Netflix originals that really put them on the map: House of Cards, of course, Orange Is the New Black. Those are great. But I think that I don't think that they've had a, a series as strong at well Glow. I think I think Glow's done mm-hmm. really Stranger well. Stranger Things and Stranger Things. Yeah, I think I think they before. found a way. Yeah. I think HBO. The, the only way to continue with the baseball metaphor is that HBO is one batter and Netflix is a whole team. So you're, you're talking a whole team baseball. on base percentage versus Sports. one batter, one <laughs> exceptional batter. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> good. 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 I like it. I Netflix like has more at bats. Is all I'm saying. I like it. I like the sports analogy. <laughs> What else you got for us, Rick? Well, this one's really cool. So, Uma Thurman is the star of Netflix series Chambers, which is produced by Stephen Gagan and was created and written by Leah Rachel and co-run with Akela Cooper, my friend. Uh, Chambers centers on a young heart attack survivor who becomes consumed by the mystery surrounding the heart that saved her life. However, the closer she gets to uncovering the truth about her donor's sudden death, the more she starts taking on the characteristics of the deceased, some Mm. of which are troublingly sinister. Wow. Yeah, and it's Uma Thurman. Yeah. I mean, Kill Bill. Kill Bill 1 and 2. So Netflix is getting big names, y'all. Big names. Speaking of, yeah, Netflix originals. I mean, yeah. here we go. Here's mm-hmm. one that's coming out. So yeah. Uma Thurman. Yeah, Uma Thurman. Like, I mean, that's, that's got me sold. On top of my friend, Kayla Cooper. Hi, Kayla. Um, <laughs> Text him later. Ooh, she's a woman. 
<laughs> I said, I'm telling her to text you later. Oh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, and so this is funny, too. Um, talk about getting some Asian people together. Keanu Reeves is joining Daniel Day Kim in a movie Kim. with Ali Wong and Randall Park. Um, let me find what the title is. It's Ali Wong. not crazy... Mm. Rich Asians. No, 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 no. That's well. That's gonna be released theatrically. Mm-hmm. Why? Okay. This is for yeah. Netflix. While you're looking that up, I will say, and I should have mentioned it earlier, but the Ali Wong comedy special I did watch. Mm. It's, oh yeah. It's good. Oh, there we go. It's really good. I didn't like her first stand-up special at all, and then so I was confused when the, the poster for her second special. She's in the same dress. I thought it was they were just recycling the. Mm-hmm. the but it's a new stand-up, and she got me. She got me good. Mm. She got well, me yeah. Good. This this is a thing that actually like. Ashley Cheney and Amy will definitely be watching because it is a rom-com and it's called Always Be My Maybe. D- in. I'm I know, in. I'm sold. I'm sold. I mean, come <laughs> okay. on. You Done. Got, I'll wait for the trailer. You got two Korean guys. You got Keanu Reeves. You got Ali Wong. I'm in. Yeah. Done. No no contention here. I'm on board. When does it drop? Uh, I don't think there's a release date yet. Right, well, coming soon. They're still, obviously, yeah, they're still, they're still but that's, that's huge, though, too, for Keanu Reeves to join a rom-com that's going to be on Netflix. Oh, I can't wait to I see I miss him in rom-coms. Oh, we miss him my... in our lives. Whoa. That too. But <laughs> well, hey, hey, he's going to do, do Bill and Ted 3. Um, Great, yeah. I'm Great. excited for that. The rom-coms, guys. The Lake right. House and Speed. The Lake House and Speed. finally, top five releases coming up this week that you should be looking out for. Alex Strangelove, Sense8, the series finale. So if you liked Sense8, I got through season one. I did not watch season two. And there's an uproar about it. So they're, so they did a series finale to give everybody some closure. Uh, attack on Paris, which is a documentary based on the true mm. attacks on Paris. Mm. Um, Oscar winning movie, The Departed, mm-hmm. our best picture. And then finally, something that Amy, I know, will be watching again, <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that's a good. That's a diverse top five. Yeah, so that's yeah. that's coming this next week. Coming out later this month. I mean, whether you liked it or whether you didn't, it's big release. The Last Jedi, mm-hmm. and of course, wow. our favorite Glow. Glow at the end of Glow. the month, right before yeah. Fourth of July weekend. Well, we do have Luke Cage and yes. Luke Cage. That's right, and Luke Cage. Well. See, mm-hmm. told you, and Luke Cage. They're, they're loading up their summer docket. Yeah. I have a hot take. Luke Cage is my favorite of the Marvel TV shows. Ooh. I support your opinion. That's <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I've I've been met with much hostility in other circles, so I'm uh, happy no, you guys are very nice. Oh, this is great. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, uh-huh. We're like Daredevil is it, and how dare you? Um, I do like Daredevil, Jessica but... Jones, <laughs> but I like the original Daredevil movie. That's where I'm at, and that is always met with hostility. Yep, there it is. What Ben Affleck <laughs> and Colin Farrell, and Jennifer and... Garner being awesome as Elektra? Yeah, did, did but Jennifer Garner is so much awesome me. in other care. things, like I mean, Thirteen Going okay. on Thirty, oh, <laughs> which is all Mark awesome. Ruffalo, <clears throat> Bruce Banner. All right, oh, guys, from we we well, guys, home. that is it for tonight. We will be back next week. Amy Cassandra Martinez, where can everybody find you on all social media at Amy Cassandra MTZ? Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter because I do a lot of stuff and I tweet about it and take pictures and it's fun. <laughs> Steve. And I'm Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter almost exclusively at Steve Kaufman. That is K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. I'm also up to a lot of stuff. I tweet about it all the time. I might be up to less stuff, but you can find me online and talk to me there. You can find me at Ashley on camera across all social media, and I would love to talk to you. So find me there. Hey, guys, and I'm Rick Hong. You can find me on all social media at Rick Hong, R-E-C-K-H-O-N-G. We will see you here next week, same time. Don't forget to throw something in the comments later. 
from executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.